0: Master Obi Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising
1: to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in
0: They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the empire's edge. Defeated imperial generals and the pirate queen's dredge. They've been
2: soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about Lasaka life looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better. Watch your back, or a, vibe or a ring's gonna reach you. Will this team find the light, or will darkness win the day?
0: Find out with the heroes of Ahadi and way
3: Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast and we're playing in West End game Star Wars D6 system. And this is the first episode of A Tale Out of Time. And I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure.
0: I'm Brandon. Hello. Hello.
3: Hello. Hi there. Your character name?
0: Oh, I am playing Roost, the Lefrarian acrobat. Uh, Roost. Roost.
1: I have no idea what a Lafrarian is. It's vaguely birdish, but with no feathers.
4: They have like webbing between their abdomen and their arm, and a slightly pointy face.
0: They're like Wind Waker Rito, but not Breath
2: of the Wild Rito. But still, that Rito is good. Nothing to me. Well, see, I told you Brandon likes birds too, Leslie. I, I believe that you told me that? Sure. <laughs> That was a thing that happened. By the way, who, who are you?
1: I'm Leslie. And unexpectedly enough, I am playing... Lord... High Lord Sir Hilary Al-Orek. First of his name, showman and caring soul of Flying Al-Orek's fame.
2: And I'm Christine, and I'm playing Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Just as much personality as ever. But what was that, an insult?
4: And I am Wren. This uh, is a little bit against, if, if any of you know some of my my particular fears, but i'm I'm facing some of those fears today. and I'm playing Jorge, a Herglick poet. I'm not scared of poets. I'm scared of whales. It's fine.
1: Oh, Jorge, I love the name. His, his full name,
4: his, his pod name is Gracie. Uh, so his name is Jorge Gracie.
3: Before the lights come up, I'm wanting to give a quick overview of the system that we're using. Which, with the pre-release last year of the first edition from West End Games, Star Wars the role-playing game, first edition. Which is a D6-based system, and it's where so much of Star Wars lore kind of got started because they were given carte blanche, and no one was painting in around them. Some of us older people have a abnormal fondness for it. It is a D6-based system with what's called a wild die. If you roll a six, you can add that six to your dice pool, and you you can then roll the die again and again, and again. As long as you keep rolling sixes and you can keep the streak alive, you can keep adding that to your die roll. So that allows for characters to try a roll and succeed, even with a long shot. You can roll one die, but as long as it keeps coming up a six, you keep adding and keep rolling. Or it can roll a one, in which case, at least with normal, it essentially is like a despair. You don't record the one with the total, and if you pass, you still pass, but a complication of some variety still happens. It is definitely a uh, product of the late 80s. So some of the assumptions in it are very 80s-ish. We are on a large open level of the wheel. The camera's taking a look around. This actually goes up a few decks. You can hear the music of a circus. It's a circus-type atmosphere. You've got big tents that actually go up the four stories to the top with their points. You've got smaller tents. You've got the carnival going that's almost always around a circus. All these different games and sounds. And you can see a bunch of people of all different species milling about. And then over the big top there, there's a hologram of a human woman doing a finger gun at who's ever looking. It says, Poets Inside. The camera keeps going and goes through the parted flaps of the tent. Inside you see beings of almost every sort in the stands around In the middle, you have a very clean floor with a few little risers here and there. This woman looks somewhat like a late 80s version of a smuggler. Throwing her cape back, she looks around. Come one, come on, to Plateau O'Keeffe's extraordinary tournament. See everything from our sass to our feats of daring-do as our competitors try for 10,000 credits of prizes and entry into the mysterious trials of darkness. It's at that point where spotlights go around showing off different competitors. So when a sass-off was mentioned, one goes in almost a pinprick and then irises out over hillary and then another one swings off of that with the exact same uh, diameter goes over to jorge's foot and then irises up to take in all of jorge as daring do is being said you can see a very large metal pole construction that has almost like metal trees with pulse going out at weird and almost wrong looking angles and there you can find roost and towards the bottom you can see cash here you can see some of our competitors that are going to have your attention very soon we have the very nimble Roost, who is going to be attempting to dodge out of the way of the supreme tracking bounty hunter, Kesh. We shall have the wits of Jorge and Hilary matched. We'll see which one has more sass. Then the lights drop down. With the lights down in the air, there's a hologram of hide and seek. Jorge and Hillary are moved off to the side, and Keh and Roost are still in the staging area and in the darkness, a bunch of scenery of the metallic sort is put into place.
2: is this like uh is this like an amateur performance night or are we we've uh, we been have we done all this before is this a first time thing? It's kind of our our background
3: for the tournament. Mm -hmm. You have done this before. Mm -hmm. The wheel is actually a very large station. It is a giant wheel-styled space station that is kind of under Imperial control, but mostly under Central Computer control. Mm -hmm. And the traveling tournament has come here to show off. The four of you have joined up for a couple stops this being the final stop on your current contract if you are wanting to continue on you can this is supposed to be the big fantastic blow off on account of it's probably the biggest venue that you've been in you've done a couple planets you've done another space station but it didn't have anywhere near this amount of room now the ability to just pull off a bigger venue is somewhat
2: daunting Alright, I need to, need to establish two things then. One, very important. Done this before. Proper performance. We see Kesh is wearing like an old style like Wild West poncho and like a Cad Bane imitation hat. You know, gotta ha- add that flair for uh, people in the crowd. And two then, if this is the case, I've probably shot at Roost before, haven't I? <laughs> That's the name of our game. What? What now? Because, like, that's the the thing is, basically, we're like showing off either my marksman skills and your kind of dodgingness, right? Or did I misunderstand how the two of us are paired up as a performance?
4: Oh gosh, is it like like Roost is standing there with an apple on their forehead?
2: I was more envisioning,
3: at least to start off with, a Kesch having to find Roost.
2: Okay, hence the hide and seek message
3: yeah essentially hide and seek and then ending up in essentially a duel gotcha if and when we get to combat we will discuss things like dodging because that is a thing
2: gotcha brandon what are Roos pronouns he him okay all right so how would we start off the uh the hiding and the seeking the lights
3: come up and a middle abstract interpretation of a forest if you use your imagination, it looks like a forest. Otherwise, it looks like a lot, a lot of poles and sticks and whatnot. There's risers that people can hide under, behind. There's tree-like structures that do actually have enough foliage or glinting material on it to hide someone. If someone were to like run around and try and duck out of the way, there's absolutely enough there for a fair amount of cover at least when everyone's at pretty much the same level. Like, for the audience, from their point of view, they can see a lot better in. But if you're in the competition area, it's got pretty bad sight lines, like you can hide there. Whereas patrons can actually see most things that are going. And also you've got hollow droids going around, flying.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Plat would be starting off with... The Nimble and Acrobatic Roost is one of the greatest acrobats known they're able to hide and they're able to dodge in a great many fashions when you think they're one place they're truly at another for this he will be able to escape from the bounty hunter cash if Roos does his job well and gives a bit of a flourish and does an arm point at roost the spotlight goes over my assumption right now would be that roost would be trying to head off into the middle construction
0: sure do you want me to roll for something
3: not really what i'm gonna start doing is getting the two of you to do opposed roles okay because that is absolutely a thing in this system so describe how would you want to describe roost going into the competition area.
0: Are the surroundings three-dimensional as yes. far as like they're metal, but they're they're shaped like actual trees, not as like cutouts of trees?
3: Yes, they are three-dimensional. They're not really cutouts. It truly is someplace where you can go in and hide or go up or however. For one of the trees, it actually does have a trunk and branches and even some leaf-like things.
0: Alright, then I think Roost is going to pick a tree and bound up it branch to branch.
3: So for at least the first one, I'm just going to figure that you're able to get up without any issues. After this, acrobatics is going to come into play. Platt will reach out with her arm to the other direction and pat Kesh on the shoulder, turning Kesh around so that Kesh... Wouldn't have seen where Roost went. To make it at least sporting. And here we have the great bounty hunter Cash. Known for many kills and many bounties collared, a wonder with the blaster and a phenomenal tracker. The only one who has a chance of catching the lithe Roost. Platt will give a little bit of a more of a flourish and point off to Cash.
2: Uh Cash will uh, tip her hat back towards her, and then I uh, will step out into the arena. She's trying to put on as much of a show as she can here. This isn't her forte, but she'll crouch a little bit low like she's stalking prey. Make a point of acting like she is actually tracking, even if there's no dirt or, you know, other obvious signs of uh, of Roost's path through the area. Just playing it up as she's going. She is scanning the tree lines uh, in particular, looking for probably mostly heat given in this edition of the game. Trandoshans can see heat sources in infrared.
5: Wow!
3: Oh yes. I
2: almost forgot about that. So trying to see if I can uh, spot maybe where my quarry is gone.
3: So in this case, especially because Roost would know this, no one here is maybe all that great of friends yet, but you've all been on the same space transport going from place to place. At this point, I do want to get a search from Cash and a sneak from Roost. Okay.
2: And the two of you rolled essentially at the same time. Well, for the audience's benefit, uh, oops, As I proceed to lose my wild eye. Cash has four dice in search.
3: And if you don't have any skill per se, it defaults down to the attribute.
0: Uh, Roos has got four D plus one perception, nothing extra in search
2: uh, but, thing. Yeah. Are you doing that? Or are you doing stealth or a sneak? Sorry. Oh, okay.
0: I actually do have extra in search, but not extra in sneak. I gave the right numbers of dice. I just didn't say the right names of skills. Gotcha. Uh, my wild die came up a six, so it exploded. Oh no. Came up a five. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm not, not going to find you. <laughs> all told, gives me an 18, because the rest of my dice didn't roll that great.
2: <laughs> I only managed a 12. I had neither mishap or explosion.
3: That was 18 for roost and 12 for cash, right?
2: Yep. Yep. <laughs> roost
3: is able to dodge out of the way, I'm just kind of wondering how does roost do that as cash is able to at least pick up a bit of the heat trail that roost is leaving
0: i i guess jumping from tree to tree or something okay yeah i don't know i don't think i don't have any particular creative way to interact with okay those.
4: well you have those like fancy fancy webbed arms maybe so, so this is supposed to be like pretty showy right we're in like some sort of like a mojo vision thing here i'm kind of getting at.
3: Pretty much, yeah.
4: So, like, maybe Roost has, like, tattooed all of the webbing so that when when they dramatically jump from tree to tree, it's, it's like, very visually interesting. I don't know.
0: Doesn't that defeat the purpose of hiding?
4: That's it is a,
2: true. It's a circus and a performance, so...
1: Yeah, I mean fine. we also don't know what Roost's original life was.
3: What I would like to get from Roost since you're jumping from tree to tree up there is could I get a acrobatics check? Sure. Which this case I'm figuring that since these places are pretty close in together, it's going to be an easy check which in this case translates into a difficulty of
0: 9. <laughs> I got a nine. So I don't know if if it's a meter beat in this system, but uh, I met it. So I hope it's me. Cause I rolled real bad. Yeah. I'm going to go with you. Make it. F- 4d plus one. And I got a nine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fortunately, the wild die was uh, not one of my several separate ones.
2: So m- maybe there's a, uh, you reach your destination. But maybe you rustle one of the trees or something.
0: Yeah,
3: could could be. Yeah. Like there's enough guess. up there that it would be narrowed down to a tree instead of it being, well, where is Roost?
2: Giving mm-hmm. a bit of an idea for Kesh to hone in on. So I think when like the tree rustles, Cash turns around in sort of a exaggerated fashion again, Poncho swirling about her narrows her eyes up at the tree and she's going to call out. Come on out now, roost. No point to keep this game up for long. We know which of us is better. And I'm going to start approaching that tree looking for, looking for my target.
0: Roost will attempt to, if possible, get around behind cash. Okay. Ideally, Still in the trees or, or behind cover, but now that he's drawn catches attention, which totally was on purpose. Wink.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's going to try to uh, double back around her.
2: All right, I like it. What's like the uh like the vigilance or perception style skill in this this addition, Ben? Assume it's perception. Sorry, I don't I don't have all the uh the like the subsets underneath. And so I keep looking and I'm not looking at the actual attribute names like maybe I should, so uh okay. So I, I would that's probably then what sneak versus perception or something? Yeah, that
3: Sneak versus perception or yeah. That would be pretty much what I'd figure.
2: Okay. You ready, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh I really wish one of those sixes had been the wild die, but I
0: got a thirteen.
2: Fifteen. Sorry, I rolled I rolled two sixes and a two in my wild die, and I have a three uh three D plus one. So what were you trying to do like like grab something off of her, just like tap her on, tap her on the shoulder and then try to oh, get out of the way.
0: Not, not literally get like within oh. arm's reach, just get to a tree that's behind
2: her. Okay.
0: So as to then probably make a grand entrance to be like, yes, we do know who's the best. It is I, cause I'm over here.
2: G- got you. Got you. So here's what I think I want. I want to do with this. So, so cash, like catches sight, maybe your heat signature or something of, of Roost starting to like leave the tree and move behind her, but she's not going to acknowledge it. She's going to play it up and let you have your moment. Okay. Having, having seen you do something like this before, wanting to have the back and forth. Does that
0: work? Sure. Roost, you know, swings from tree to tree around to a tree that's behind cash. Perhaps, choosing branches that are like visible to the audience. Perhaps I would think if this is a performance, there would be some thought into this staging such that. Yeah. uh, The audience can see things that cash can't. Absolutely. And then once he is behind her, we'll step out uh, onto a sturdy branch. One that's good for standing on where there is nothing obstructing line of sight and say, it seems I'm the one with the upper hand, Kesh, because I am over here. You're heading in the
2: wrong direction again. And she's going to turn around, probably with a bit of a chuckle or laugh from the audience. She's going to snarl and say, uh, then perhaps I should bring you down to my level. I think this is something we've done on a few performances. She's going to uh, draw her blaster. It's probably like on some kind of low yield or some kind of thing where it's not lethal at all, but might activate certain things. And she's going to fire at the branch you're uh, you're on to see if she can dislodge you. Okay. Okay. But the idea being, you know, maybe if I can knock you uh, off, you can do some uh, fancy moves to catch yourself.
3: In that case, yeah, this would be a medium range. Okay. Which would be a 15. Okay. Wait, what's the range on... In-
2: uh, Range on my blaster is... Yeah, it would be over 7 meters. Yeah, so this has 7, 25, 40, so 5 dice in my blaster pool, 15, so obviously I need to get average or better. So let's see how this mm-hmm. goes. I got my first exploding die.
0: I'm rolling dot what,
2: Or or am I not rolling?
3: So what can happen is we can go with the base difficulty or you can do a dodge roll because dodge is for range combat there are parries for melee of different varieties if you roll your dodge you can then you can then try acrobating away from
2: there i did achieve the base difficulty the 15 that was established for me to hit the hit my target so
0: i mean i think it makes sense that i, I wouldn't be dodging that i would just be acrobating to land gracefully Maybe maybe the branch is built with like a
2: a mechanism that catches shot that makes it. That, that's what I was thinking. That way, like this a, is a, a good. Hook. That way, this is a good opportunity for you to show off as you're descending. Um, in that way, it's you know it's, this these aren't directly in a pose thing in this instance. Um, I did manage an 18 is what I got by the way. Nice, with an exploding. With an exploding. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to acrobat
3: down into a cool pose. I mean, you wouldn't be up all that high. Call that one at 11 difficulty.
0: Pretty good. Yeah, acrobatics, 17. Nice. Nice. So, Roost somersaults his way down using... Uh, my understanding is the Lef- Frarians have, like, the uh, a membrane between their arms and body, Um Not proper wings, but, like, I presume they could be used to alter their rate of descent and so forth.
3: That is my understanding as well.
0: And he lands deftly in sort of a crouch with those wings, so to speak, outstretched. His outfit likely is rather colorful, reds and blues and stuff. As he stands again, a branch is an easy target. Always taking the easy route, aren't
2: you? Hmm. Well, let's see you get out of the way of this. Now I'm going to target my good buddy, again with the loyal blaster bolts. So this is probably then the dodge, right? Yeah, if
3: you're going directly at, then that would be a dodge, yes. Uh, Again, primary
2: purpose is to make him look impressive, but we'll see how this goes.
3: For dodge and for any of these defensive skills, there's a I keep on thinking of it as a full dodge and a half dodge, but It's technically not the right terms. So a half dodge is you do the roll for your dodge, and it's either the difficulty of range or the difficulty of the dodge, whichever is higher. Or you get to choose which one because I guess you could choose to get hit. But you also still have an action after because there's essentially the classic move action economy. If you want to do a full dodge, which is using your action as well, then you add your roll on top of the difficulty,
2: making it really wily. Oh,
0: yeah,
2: I'm going to do that. Okay. So, so are we still at medium distance then?
3: I would figure that it is gone. Yes, it would still be at medium
2: distance. Okay. All right. I don't think I'm going to get you, but uh, I mean, the idea is just to make this look good. Do you make it look good? Yeah. Okay, not Brandon. Good enough. All right, Brandon, you got to roll higher than a one. I did. I know, it's kind of <laughs> hard not to. I, I got a 16, so I just got over the difficulty.
0: So my wild die exploded. And I've got a uh, 23 before
3: the difficulty.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, wow.
2: That wasn't in the script. <laughs> The
0: script did not account for my superior skills. Clearly not. Who says he sort of spins out of the way of the of the blaster bolt. Mm-hmm. Wings spread out, um, create a very sort of almost kaleidoscopic effect from whatever he's wearing.
2: Brandon, how do you think they normally uh, end one of these performances? But it's going to be like a dramatic escape, right?
0: Yeah, probably something
2: like maybe Roost has like a point where he can uh like get the elevation again and exit the arena in such a fashion. Because so I feel like feel like the way this is playing out, they probably have a couple of routines depending on who kind of has the upper hand. It's definitely a Roost situation. So I feel like like escape's got to be the answer rather than Kesh finally finally getting him. or or.
0: Where Roost turns the tables in these situations. But Kesh can come out on top.
2: Okay. That works. What do you have in mind?
0: After the spin, Roost reaches inside of his performer's outfit and takes out his sporting blaster. Mm. Uh, Perhaps I should be the one who is the star of this show, don't you think?
2: I'd like to see you try.
0: Gladly. Uh, blasters on three
2: or should there be a 10 paces thing 10 paces because i think where this is where we have more that dual kind of moment perhaps mm-hmm. where they can sort of stand off you know blasters holstered for a second get it we get our camera close-ups probably the hollow droids are actually getting close for a moment you know getting the eye line of each of them Hmm. then how do we do an opposed uh shootout 10 paces but i'm hoping is is under 7 meters
0: <laughs> I, I assume we could each also just you know rule against a def- uh, 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 target since i assume the rules would for technically forbid us from dodging right unless that's like
2: a reversal of the expectation or something well i guess well, well, we could do the half dodging thing right
3: yeah i was figuring that the half dodging because Both of you would at least be rolling a shoulder back or whatnot as you shoot. Mm
2: -hmm. Does that penalize the actual shot at all? No, surprisingly. Okay. And so, so basically then we'll roll our blaster skill and then we'll roll our dodge skill. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: All right. And base difficulty would be 10.
2: Oh, that's unfortunate.
1: Hmm. So much for turning the table
2: whole rolling dice thing is not working well for me today. Let's see if the dodge goes any better. Nope. Oh, no.
0: Okay, so we're just rolling our
2: dodge pool. I, I, I. It, it, it's blaster and then dodge,
3: right? Yes. Okay. So blaster would be compared against Cash's roll or 10, whichever
0: is higher. Well, why would you ever full dodge? Oh, because full dodge is, is both put together.
3: Yeah. Okay. It means that you've got a really good chance of not getting hit. But if you're in a combat then you're wanting to half dodge.
0: Yeah. I ended up with an 11 for my blaster shot. So Cash needs okay. to basically not dodge
2: at all. <laughs> so both my dodge and my shooting were the exact same number of 13. Here's the difference, though. My dodge had a mishap. I rolled a one. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh My dodge was a 15. Okay, so neither of us hit, but something comedically bad happens to Cash during it.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm kind of thinking like abnormally polished portion of the ground happens to Cash as Cash is dodging. Mm. On account of both of you are trying to get out of the way, but. <laughs> The pirouette into a fall thing happens to Cash. Yeah. Possibly uh, sending her blaster skidding.
2: Yeah. So Cash so takes a tumble, two bolts go off, neither connects, and Cash is now down on the ground, her blaster's skidding, probably just out of claw reach.
0: Well, oh, you heard it here first, folks, or saw it, rather. Seems that if you want to come back uh, for tomorrow night's performance, it shall be I, Roost. Uh, I don't know, uh, doing something with this. What what are
2: you good at, Kish? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you come over here and find out? <laughs> mm, I think that's all the time we have for today. Mm. Thank you.
0: You've been a wonderful audience. Deep bow. Deep bow. They've asked that you do not throw any foliage onto the stage, but I will be collecting all all of the foliage you wish to give me over by the door.
4: <laughs> foliage. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, it, like, it like it they'll hand makes... you ferns and
2: stuff. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally flowers, but that's like lame. Yeah.
0: And Ru probably like spins the sporting blaster on one finger and then holsters because. Might not be a great shot, but I suspect with like the dexterity and, and acrobatics and stuff, decent at like juggling and object manipulation.
2: Yeah. I mean, fair. And flour- flourishes off stage. Cash will wait till the lights have gone down on their particular stage before she'll start to get up, reclaim her blaster. And I think we have a shot of her as she reaches her feet, wincing in, uh, in pain as. Uh, now that she doesn't have to be in the eye, starts to uh, limp off the, uh, the stage.
1: Aww.
4: Go back to
2: where her uh, cane is. Is this why Kesh is turning to the dark side?
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because Roost got all the foliage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Roost is probably waiting for Kesh, you know, off off stage.
2: As you see her start to to limp. Into the backstage like what's what's your reaction here like are we actually buddies outside of the uh the theater as it were, or <laughs> just feel bad that she took a tumble what's the what's the vibe?
0: Pratt Falls are not exactly your style, are
2: they <sighs> No, unfortunately, it was a real fall <laughs> eh,
0: well, we all have to try out new material from time to time. They aren't all winners
2: hmm. still I. Rather getting tired of being the butt of jokes. Well, you might be working the wrong show. <laughs> You're telling me. This wasn't exactly my idea, but my companions. I think that's when the camera turns. <laughs> it looks at a different stage.
3: Okay.
1: Hillary's picking his nails because he's off stage, Waiting for the cue.
4: As you're doing so, uh, from up behind you, <laughs> you get uh, very abruptly bumped by a large leg. Personal space, please. And then a Herglick looks down from the the few sheets of of film in his hands that he's been looking at. They're about the size of index cards for him, but they're probably like eight and a half by elevens.
5: Oh. I didn't see you down there, Guillory. Are you still fretting over the last verse? It's just really hard to get all of the emotion right. Does
1: sound complicated to be a herglick.
5: It really is.
1: Now, was this the one about existential despair or the one about the futility of love?
5: No, 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 no. This, this is a new one. It's, oh, well, no, the, the existential despair is definitely, I think, still coming through, which is important to the message. But mm. this one's a bit more of a direct direct approach. I'm not using any metaphors. I'm, I'm actually talking about the, the ocean oh. as an actual ocean.
1: Interesting. I don't know that that's been tried
5: before. You, you really think so? Yes. Oh, I think it's our turn. Well, thank you so much, Guillory, and, and thank you, thank you for helping me pick out what to wear. It's,
1: it's the least I could do. Um, we, we needed to really get the the trousers to stay where they needed to be for our dramatic uh, repartee
5: what do you what did you call these things again and
4: and he sort of like is tugging on the the two straps that are that are that are holding his trousers on?
1: Uh, they're suspenders, my friend Hillary runs his th- thumbs under his they do just the trick and they look a treat.
5: We could be twins. We could. I think
1: they might still figure out which is which, though.
5: That's fair. You don't have a hat on. I should get one, though.
4: (laughs) As mentioned, Jorge is is very snappily dressed, and he has a a beret at a jaunty angle on, on top of his shiny black and white head. His trousers, as aforementioned, are are a very, like, I want to say like a very flowy, shimmery purple fabric. I love it. He has small black eyes peeking out from underneath his, you know, large sort of brow ridge. And he's looking out with apprehension at the crowd.
5: I think this is going to be the time.
1: Well, we need to wait for our intro and then it will be the time. There's a
5: big
4: intake. Uh, Herglicks have blowholes, Yes, and yes. I, and I yes, read, do. I read that uh, for emphasis, they will just really deeply inhale. So I'm not gonna do that to you all sound wise, but I'm gonna gonna try a little bit, because <laughs> breath doesn't really come out very well with the microphone, but.
3: And now, for your intellectual curiosity and amazement, we have Jorge and Hilary, the two greatest wits that you will ever see. One from the deepest regions of the Tapani sector, and the other from a long, long line of performers. We have Jorge and Hilary arms up in the sort of holding something over her head pose and then casting them forward. Spotlights sort of go from her hands to the positions where both Hillary and Jorge would then be able to walk out. And they've got two separate entrances on different sides of one stand so that it keeping up the whole competition act.
4: Jorge is going to to clap Hillary on the back as as they walk over to to his his entryway.
1: Hillary will stumble slightly. In spite of uh discussions, you know, there's there's still enough of a size difference that as gentle as Jorge can be, it's still a little of a little bit much of the oomph. Uh Hillary is actually not as schnazzy as jorge hillary's wearing his standard pinstripe trousers and the suspenders but he's wearing it without the vest he kind of looks like he's taken a break he's got his his button button down shirt kind of slightly unbuttoned he's got the sleeves rolled up to the elbow he's got one thumb kind of locked behind a suspender and the other in his pocket as he saunters out behind jorge to his uh assume his position Jorge is still
4: kind of frantically looking at at his plastifilm notes as he approaches the the threshold of the entryway door. I think he's going to sort of trip over the lip of it just a little bit and his plastifilm goes flying.
5: Oh, no.
1: Off the cuff it is, friend. You can do this. And Hillary strolls out and waves a big showman's wave. One side, the other side. And then he gestures to Jorge.
4: Who will come out of the doorway sort of slightly hunched, kind of kind of head first, emerging. Uh, Jorge is not very good at the, the performance aspect of this, this yet. He's very nervous. He comes out and gives a little bit of a sheepish... Wave.
1: Once again, it is Jorge Grassy,
5: bigger and, bigger! and Guillory!
1: More waving.
3: I'm envisioning that the stage that you're provided is a standard Herglic sized lectern for Jorge and a, a lean sized lectern for Hillary but it's at the end of a bunch of steps so that Jorge and Hillary are going to be at the same eye line
1: Oh nice <laughs> let's say Hillary will stand on top of the lectern
3: okay I'm just envisioning that there's this whole bunch of steps going up some reason I'm now thinking of like, a mouse in Looney Tunes.
4: Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> Not that small. Gosh.
4: Compared to a
1: whale. A whale person. <laughs> they're so big. A person whale. A whale being. They're gigantic. Alright, what's 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 our goal? Aside from making people laugh.
4: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, that's exactly it. We're supposed to make people laugh, but Jorge doesn't realize it. No, He's Jorge out there doing like 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 serious poetry, and they all laugh, and he doesn't know. <laughs> oh no, this is sad. Hey,
2: it's it's okay, buddy. I didn't realize I was in a comedy show either. <laughs> well, that's just because. Never mind.
5: It's Ouch. nice to meet you all. I'm Jorge. My friend Guillory and I. No, not my my. Challenger Hillary, what am I supposed to say little friend? Jorge,
1: why don't you begin with your uh, most recent uh, attempted poetry?
5: Yes, we're here to entertain you with intellectual thoughts. We hope that you come away from this with deeper understanding of some of the pain of the universe.
1: Oh, I think they'll find some pain in the universe. Especially right now.
5: This is a poem about being a Herglic. (sighs) Big blowhole inhale.
1: Before he can actually say anything, Hillary just starts applauding. Yes, being a herglick—that wasn't the poem. It's not. It takes you so long to breathe in. I, I, I forget. I'll sit down now. He sits on the lectern, kicking his feet. This is
4: all throwing throwing him off, just like a lot. <laughs>
5: Yes. Alright, I'm going to start the poem now. Cold, flat, air fills my blowhole as I sink into despair. I miss the oxygen of the seas, cool and salty, pure.
4: And and there's a big pause as as he's trying to rearrange his plastic film. Is the audience starting to like boo? <laughs>
3: I don't think that they're starting to boo. I think they're starting to get a little restless as they start to try and figure out what's actually going on here.
2: That's pretty much everybody in, in the stage too. So I, there's also probably at least one person who's laughing, <laughs> and there's I one heart who is moved deeply. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I
5: lost the second card.
1: Oh, Moving don't on. we all know what that's like, my friend? That is not specific to Herglix.
5: These memories are distant. Half remembered. Only real in the history of our pods.
1: Can I get you a tissue?
5: Do I need a tissue?
1: Hillary's going to start pulling out a, a tissue from a pant pocket. That ends up being like the size of a small sheet and he flourishes it.
4: Oh gosh. Is it like one of those like clown sets of tissues that like are all tied together and like you just keep pulling them out of the pocket?
1: It's not actually all tied together. It's literally just one giant tissue. But
3: like a proper Herglic sized tissue. Yes.
1: Nice. So right. it's Hillary size. So Hillary starts pulling and the audience is like, oh, that's sweet. And then he keeps pulling. So it it's the same <laughs> effect. And they flaps it over to you with a big dramatic
4: and completely earnestly uh, Jorge will will take this issue and be very appreciative
5: thank you Gillery my back has never felt the warm sun on oh my do you me the back rub. I can do that one moment it's because I don't have a dorsal fin properly. It's part but, of the poem. Oh, it's part of the poem. It's I'm right. You're a herglick.
1: Getting that darkness, sadness, no dorsal fin. Go on. Hillary's posing and looking tragic. with With one hand, he
4: has the the large tissue, and the the other hand, sort of brandishes his, his hand out.
5: My hands are false. Designed by those who would use us for terrestrial power. My hands long for the water.
1: I put a glass of water in your hand.
5: He takes it. <laughs> thank thank you, Hillary. <laughs> That's the end. Of the poem.
1: Alright. I guess that's your last friends. Uh, Thank you for being here while my friend Jorge Gracie uh, explained a little bit of what it's like to be a a, well honestly a poet. The hillary will do thank you thank you and then point at the one herglick and thank you.
3: And the one herglick is up off of their bench and just clapping. You can see a couple people around them looking up a little fearful of getting in the way of <laughs> the hands on account of, well, her glick. But most of everyone else is actually clapping.
5: Bow. Bow. Hooray. Oh, oh, yes. I found the second page. <laughs> Never mind, I'll read it next time.
4: I will bow.
1: I don't remember what we were supposed to be doing here, but I hope you had a good evening.
5: Don't you have a poem?
1: Uh, I, I could. I should. Yes, I will have a poem. Um, what it is like to be me. Darkness. Sadness. No dorsal fin.
5: I didn't know you wanted a dorsal fin. Well, who doesn't? Your head fin is very nice. It's
1: not really a fin.
5: I'm sorry, I thought it was a fin.
1: I also know that you say Guillory. I think think you're a little ocean-centric, my friend. Maybe we should get you back into space. Into the, the vasty nothingness full of mysterious creatures and traveling ships that sail by the stars, and it's really just another giant ocean.
5: So it doesn't matter. Was that the end of your poem?
1: Oh, no, no, don't no dorsal fin with the, when I do that, the pose with the fist in front of my face and I'm looking at the ground like that.
5: I didn't know you were so sad. I'm happy to talk about it with you if you ever wanted.
1: Thank you, Jorge. Thank you. Aren't you just... A- Isn't he just the best? Jorge, who has basically forgotten that they're still doing a
4: performance, looks back out at the crowd and is not not blushing. I don't imagine they, they really blush necessarily, but has sort of a facial expression of sheepishness.
1: I think that's your lot, yes. Um... Do you have anything else to say, Jorge? Because I, I feel like we're losing them.
5: Hillary's very good friend. Very good yeah. at juggling. Do you want to juggle something?
1: I wouldn't mind being juggled.
5: Oh, no. <laughs> okay. We can and do this. We practiced. Jorge will look out do you want me to try to juggle my little friend?
3: And the crowd would go ecstatically,
4: yes. <laughs> and Jorge yeah. is going to pick up
1: Hillary. Oh, easy on the seams. I just pressed and these trousers. I suppose <laughs>
4: to toss you in the air. Yes, please. Are you gonna do any like flippy things or anything uh, we're gonna see just... how
1: well your toss goes first because if uh, I have to no. spend a roll I might need to spend it saving myself.
4: It's not gonna go well
1: okay if we're
3: going with a toss, <laughs> I'm thinking that because there's trying to juggle and then there's trying to toss
4: well it's like a gentle little toss like you, you know you you toss up in the air.
3: maybe yeah, my no, I... maybe my
4: wording was bad I don't know like you 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 toss something up in the air to juggle.
3: I'm more trying to figure the difference between doing like a strength one versus a dex one.
1: Oh, I was assuming this was dex, which is a I mean, bad, bad we could just assume this dex me. and
3: go with that. Sure.
1: I mean, I would <laughs> I would technically say he's probably not actually trained to juggle, so I would expect it yeah. to actually be just a throw Hillary in the air. Also, I don't think he can technically juggle one ball, or in this case, Alina. <laughs>
3: So I was figuring it'd be like a strength or maybe even lifting.
4: Oh golly. Like a
3: variation on lifting.
4: Okay, I actually have a really good roll for that. Okay, I have I have five dice in lifting. So for for recapping, I'm gonna be rolling five of these D six and then the weird die.
3: Uh you'd be rolling four D six plus the weird die. Oh okay. Because weird die is always rolled, even if it's just one.
4: Okay, so weird die has rolled a two, and everything else: one, three, six, five. Oh, that's a pretty good roll. Uh, Fifteen.
3: So seventeen. Yeah.
4: Oh yes, okay. so I have to add that. Yes. 17. Yes.
3: <laughs> so that would, I would definitely think that that would loft Hillary up fairly high.
1: May I roll an acrobatics to do something cool midair?
3: Yes. Yes, you can. Oh. I figure if you hit a 10, you'll be able to do something kind of cool and land on the ground. If you're able to clear like a 15, 20, you'd be able to do something cool and maybe like land in one of the...
1: It's a 14.
3: It's a 14? So,
1: yeah.
3: able to do something cool and land on the ground. So, are you wanting to describe how Hillary comes in? Um,
1: since it can't be too fancy, because I didn't roll that great, I'm going to say yeah. that uh, when he's lofted upward, this is something that, while they've not practiced a lot, because I feel like Jorge's probably not super comfortable with it, Hillary does just a quick tuck and roll, and then lands in a, um, a slightly crouched position, and then does just the pop-up with the, the arms wide, for the stuck the landing. And then he does a flourishing bow.
3: The lights on most of the arena go out.
1: Spotlight stays on Hillary for a moment. As as Hillary is still illuminated with Jorge next at next to him. Now would you like to see me juggle Jorge? <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. Too bad! <laughs> And let's
3: go out. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hidean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter
2: at Deuterium Ice. I'm on Twitter at Blue of the Kim.
1: I am at Leslett GS.
2: And I'm at 12th Night. That's one, two, TH, Night with a K.
4: And I am at Ren Apollo, like the bird and the god.
3: And we are all at theheideanway.com, where you can find previous episodes.
0: You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, where you can also help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing.
1: We are also on Facebook as the Hidey Way and you can holocom us at heroes at the
2: If you like what we do and you want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the way.
4: Or you can send the team some foliage at ko ficom dot slash the hidey way.
1: <laughs> I want a succulent. Go ahead. You good?
4: I wasn't sure. Right.
2: <laughs> I I was I was gonna make a comment that you started talking and I tried to abort. <laughs> abort,
4: abort.
2: Cancel I was gonna start Leslie, it's fine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> his his full name, his his pod name is Gracie. Uh, so his name is Jorge Graci. No, nobody. All right, good.
1: Got away with it.
3: Uh. <laughs> one of Go. our listeners is going to be laughing their head off.
1: Would it make sense if I saw it written down? Probably more
0: than one. <laughs> Looks somewhat like a
3: late '80s version of a smuggler.
4: <laughs> that is indeed very '80s. Yeah,
1: that that's. That's about what I pictured. Less shoulder pad, though.
0: Yeah, is this a this a Rob Liefeld joint? Dee, dee,
3: dee. So I'm trying to remember what the base range difficulty was.
0: Uh, point blank is five. Uh, the next one up is ten. I don't remember after that.
3: Uh, Dan just keep jumping by fives. Thank you.
2: Um... Dee,
4: dee, dee, dee. Gosh, darn it!
2: <laughs> I don't know what that was a reference to, but oh, why are you why are you what, this way? What is it from? Hamilton. Oh, I haven't seen Hamilton. Why are you this way, Christine? I don't know. I haven't seen it either. Why are either of
4: you
5: this way? Four, five, six, seven,
1: eight, nine. Okay. If Cash falls
0: and like leaves the group, we we know where she's headed first.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Roost, let's, now let's find out which of us is the better shot. Force lightning! <laughs> we, just, we just get that dramatic moment
0: of uh, the silver shell landing uh, near a circus tent that is just aflame. <laughs> <I think laughs> it's like, oh no, we're too late.
1: <laughs> Roost walks into the, the green room, just ferns everywhere, and yeah. as the door closes... Good evening, Roost. Mm-hmm. Ready for another game? <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic cut. <laughs> and now
3: for your yeah. And this is why I can never make it as a
1: barker. This is such a comedy sketch. <laughs> well, like I said, you are here for the art, and I am here for the buffet. So. Isn't... Okay, is Jorge a, a he-him? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Should have clarified it.